Hello, welcome to the chats today. Chats with I've had chats with these epic boss biz babes. Um, and today I'm talking to Emma from Bespoke Backdrops and Branding and Business. I don't even know which B you are anymore. You're all the Bs. I'm all the Bs. All the Bs. You're wonderful. Do you want to tell us a little bit about all your Bs? Or yeah, so I run I run a business called um, Bespoke Backdrops and Branding, and it does what it says on the tin. I design brand identities and lovely video backdrops. And then I have a second business yes. where I'm a creative mentor for creatives in business. So mm. artists, illustrators, writers, designers, and that's called the Bespoke Business Hub. So every business I've ever had for years has had the word bespoke in it. Oh, so. You're the custom girl. I love that. Yeah. And really, I wanted to talk to Emma today because I love building websites. It's one of the you know few things I do. And lately, in the last sort of year or two, there's been a couple of websites I worked on where the women who I built for had been to see Emma first. And so they came to me with a full suite of branding. And that made it really easy to make such an incredibly beautiful website. And I also refer people to you because um, people often want a logo or they want to get clear on their branding. I mean, I'd love to know, you know, so for me with a website, you don't have to have the branding done. Like sometimes yeah. that people just have a logo or they haven't been to see you. So people don't have to see you. But if someone is going on that timeline of like sorting out their branding before they get their website done, which I would recommend, um, yeah. what is it that they need to do? If we sort of reverse engineer the whole process, yeah. website, branding, what do they need to have ready? before they can come and see you? Well, when they come and see me, they don't have to have anything ready. Just like a desire to get branding done because they see that they see the, the branding as the foundation of everything they do for mm -hmm. their content creation, for their you know website, everything they do just starts off with this foundation called brand identity. So mm -hmm. they don't have to have anything ready for me um, before they come and see me. They just have to have a desire to get a brand done. But I know some, some people get confused and they think I need to have a design in my head already uh, before I come and see Emma or before I go and see a designer yeah and in fact the designer uh, that's what we do <laughs> we don't need anyone to come up with ideas for us a good designer will lead their client through and tease out answers and ask the right questions and get to the crux of the brand identity and the visuals that match that brand identity mm, mm. but you don't have to come with anything Pinterest board. If you really want to come oh, yeah. with something, come with a Pinterest board. But, but should a, per that, a person should have already been serving clients? Yeah, serving clients. Yes. Yeah. So when I say what they do, they need to have you know some sort of business to start off with. They don't actually always need to have clients. Some people like just want to start their their business journey from the get go oh, with yeah. brand. So I have a few of those clients. They might have had a business elsewhere and they go, right, uh, I need to this extra business and I want to have all the branding. But I do suggest that people have some clients and some idea of what they're doing in their business and who they're servicing because you could get all the branding done and then go, oh, actually, this is not the industry I'm in or this yeah. is not the direction I'm going in or this is not the position I want or this is not the market share that I want to have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do suggest they have some clients first. Yeah, and I mean, I'm always telling clients, because they ask me, should I have this tagline or that tagline? Should I, um, you know, should I say it like this or that? I'm like, well, I'm probably not your ideal client, number one. So you probably shouldn't ask me. And I wonder, 
you ask people questions during the intake process and during the design process, is that yeah. informed by their customers as well? Yeah, yeah. So I am, I am a, a brand identity designer, but I'm a strategic brand identity designer. So there's lots of designers that you can say, I want this color, I want that logo, I want that tagline. And there's a designer that will go, a graphic designer will go and do that yeah. for you beautifully. Yeah. But I look at it more strategically. So I don't just tell people, you know, what their brand's going to look like. I will go and do strategy with them. So we have like an hour or two hours of strategy exercises. I take my clients through um, brand strategy exercises that I learned from my mentor and my teacher who mm. did brand strategy for Disney, for Sony. Uh, yeah. Or he was head of VP at PepsiCo. So I'm learning all these, taking it to my clients. And then once we've done the strategy and we look at the, the marketplace and the positioning and, and all these things in business that even apply to small businesses, mm. it doesn't matter if you're big or small, the strategy is the same. Yeah. And then we go, right, what is the, is the design that's going to fit with the strategy, with your market? And then you think, what's the tagline going to be? That's oh, kind, yeah. that kind of thing. All the brand decisions that we make are informed and they're not just pulled pie in the sky mm. so we kind of get that sort of that happy balance between what the client really wants and what's an expression of them mm. as a person as a business owner their mm. vision their values but then we also look at a marketplace around it and that's how we come up with you know things like taglines and brand identities and yeah logos. cool i didn't realize you did the taglines yeah yeah i come up with business names as well i've just oh. named a business in the state in, in england they're coming up to a million pound uh, revenue annual revenue and they needed a whole new name so i did name name i named their business oh that's so cool yeah oh, i'm just learning all the scope of what you do because i don't i don't have a structure to guide people through i mean i am also creative and i enjoy the creative process and i guess you know, you've just been working on that stuff for longer and you have a more established practice around it. So I can like work with someone, but I don't know how many hours it takes or what to charge them. So it's great to know that it covers all of that as well. And I know that you do also just do logos. If someone's like, no, I just need a logo, but I also know um, that you're busy. <laughs> I am, I'm fully booked. And you're Most squeezing in logos. Yeah, I still do logos. Yep, yep. Cool. I'm more than happy to do a logo um, for my clients. Again, we don't do the whole strategy session, obviously, mm, but mm. I will definitely go through, we'll have a like 45 minute session together while I'll ask all those questions and tease those ideas out. Mm. And then I come up with suggestions for the logo or the client might have an idea of what they kind of want. And then I put the, the, the design best practices in there mm. because you know, some things work and some things don't work from a visual perspective yeah yeah and sometimes um people aren't clear on how to pick a designer i mean i always tell them you just need to look at that person's body of work and vibe in with them so that you know you're going to walk in and talk to them and they're going to be able to extract your goodness and that ultimately you've seen their past body of work and you like it and you'd be open to them crafting something for you yeah i mean i think it's really important that you look at the designer um, I had a hideous experience many years ago uh, when I was less experienced than I am now. And I took on a client who was not a best fit and she wanted me to design a logo that was just not my style. Uh. It just wasn't. And she kept saying, is this really the best you can do, Emma? Is this really? And I was like, and I said, have you actually seen my portfolio of work? And she goes, mm. no, 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 you're a designer. You can do this. So I said, oh, ah, no, actually, yeah. um, that's not my style. So we, we parted ways amicably, but it was right. a, a really big lesson for me as the designer and a massive lesson for the client that not all designers are the same. 
You know, exactly. you have to look at the body of work. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I'm winning. I'm giving all the right tips then. And also, you know, with a project like a website, I always say to my clients at the end, because, you know, we talk about price and this and that and the process. And I'm like, look, essentially, we're kind of going to have a baby together and there's going to be good days and bad days. So if you think you actually can't deal with my personality and if you and I go through a hard time together, which there are going to be days where it's challenging and a little bit uncomfortable, you, you just need to feel comfortable that you and I can take that journey together. Because yeah. essentially we're going to be emailing each other, looking at stuff together. And if we don't get along, there's lots of people can do this for you. I mean, website more than design because no one can design like you. But website building, it's like so many people can build you a website. It's more about a week, do we get along? Mm. It's so important. And I say, I say to my clients and the general you know, population out there, when you do choose a designer, make sure that they invite you for a Zoom chat or some sort of telephone call or some kind of one-on-one. -on -one. Do mm. not just fill out a questionnaire. A lot of designers will say, here's the questionnaire, fill it out, and then I'll get back to you with the designs. Mm. You need to have that little, even if it's a 10-minute you know, discovery chat with your designer just to see if you get on. Because mm. like you say, there's going to be times where you need to you know, knuckle down and you know, get to the nitty-gritty of things, and you mm. need to be able to be able to do that with you know, a nice connection between the two of you. It's helpful so, anyway. <laughs> it's really helpful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, there's other things you do as well. Like how I initially came upon you is because of your beautiful backdrops. So that's another fun thing people could do if they had their branding done with you or yes. even if they don't. I know you've got some on spec. Is that what they call it? People can just buy a backdrop ready to go. Not, not anymore. I had some I had some manufacturing issues with that. That COVID, oh. the first lockdown, really highlighted these issues. I knew I had them. And uh, I was like, no, I'm gonna walk my talk as far as business is concerned. Cool. And I I just ditched that line. But yeah, people oh. can come to me just for a backdrop. They yes. can have their branding fully done by somebody else. Uh, and I will design a backdrop that goes with it. They may have no branding whatsoever. They just want something really glorious behind them yeah. when they do video. And I can do that as well. So yeah. I mean, a backdrop, for people who don't know, and I mean, if you're listening to the podcast version, you won't be able to see, but what's behind Emma now is her backdrop. So I have just my office and I have a plant, but if you're traveling or if you have a chaotic life and you just want to pull down a screen, that's what the backdrop is, yeah? It's so true. And in fact, today I've got moving boxes behind this backdrop. <laughs> there you go. In the middle of moving house. But no one will know. So I can show up to my client calls and I've got this beautiful on brand, yeah. custom designed backdrop. <laughs> yeah. And there are some, I've, I mean, yours is beautiful as well. And I've seen so many beautiful ones that you've created. So if someone thinks that sounds good, I would recommend checking it out because I know you can just get one from Vistaprint or something. But when it's branded, when you see someone with their branded backdrop, it's just an expression of them. It's not just exactly. something arbitrary to hide the mess. Exactly. And the, the whole branded thing as well, it goes beyond just a logo and a photograph. Because you could go to anywhere and get something printed up on a media wall with your logo and a photograph or some sort of graphic design. But this is kind mm. of takes it to the next level of creativity mm. and customization. And I love that. And I feel like branding is so much of a process of allowing people to experience a greater part of you like yes there's a logo yes there's font choices and yes there's color choices but it's that 
transmitting of the energy of a person yes. that can happen through visuals that all that happens on an emotional and a non-verbal level for human little mammals with our little mammal ways it's so true we do yeah. we um that the brand goes the logo and the colors that you see should just be the end of a long process or a process to distill the absolute essence of your brand and that includes mm -hmm. the brand experience so and that that is kind of baked into everything the brand experience through the visuals through your content through your messaging through your website you know mm. all of that mm. and the logo is just a representation of it yeah it's not the end all. your your brand is not your logo your logo is just an icon that and a name that represents the entirety of what your brand stands for that's a quote that's gold i love that <laughs> I'm just always trying to find a succinct way to explain the logo. Often if people don't have branding, I'll just say just choose two fonts. We're just going to put that on for now because that's the thing with a website is it, it can evolve. So someone could, yeah. you know, just get something up for now and then later on they might look at branding with you. So there's not a strict way to do it. No, there's oh. no strict way. You could do it however it feels right for you in your business. You might have had a, you know, website done with you and no particular branding and you've got the website completely beautifully created and it functions the way it needs the website to function. Mm. And then they can come to me and say, right now I need the branding. Exactly. You know? okay. Or it works the other way around, they get the branding first and then they come to you and say, here, I've got everything for you. I mean, and you know, from experience, the website's never finished. That's one thing I want people to note. The website's actually never finished people. You can always keep moving, moving on with it. Absolutely. And that's why it's good to have the branding, because at least you've got that body mm -hmm. of, mm. of uh, you know, identity and visuals that your brand designer can work with mm. as it's you develop. So fun building a website with the assets you send through. Because also, so Emma sent through to me with these particular clients, they had their logo and they had their colors and fonts, but they also had these beautiful... Um, like branded patterns that we can yeah. slot in and we can par like, um, parallax is where the background stays still and the, the front part moves and we can parallax over it or we have it in little shapes and it just elevates the website like crazy. Yeah, I think every brand should have its signature pattern. Mm. Like Louis Vuitton, the pattern, you know, there's people that you'll recognize through their pattern or texture in their brand, nothing to do with their logo, mm, but you'll go up. Oh, that's that person's brand or that company's brand because of a pattern, a signature pattern. So I do that for all my clients. Oh, it's a non-negotiable when I do branding. They all get little icons that yeah. you can use on websites, hand-created icons, imagery, illustrations, and they get a signature pattern. Mm, yeah, I love that. And it's useful for you now. It's a beautiful suite of things. And then the last little thing that I'd love to touch on, we've got the branding, the backdrops, and then the mentoring. So I know some people who follow me are creatives, they're writers or artists, and yeah. there's, there's a lot of confusion with being in a creative flow and, yes. um, and having structure. And I guess, you know, there are also, I don't even guess, I know there are a lot of other aspects of business, especially if you're a creative person and you identify as that, that you need yeah. to wrangle with to turn your beautiful expression into something that's actually gonna generate money for you. It's so true. That's why I started um, my own mentoring program about mm. a year ago, mm. because I am an artist. I started my career 20 odd years ago as an artist, selling my artwork, in market stores and cafes in Europe yeah. and it's just morphed and I still use my artwork mm. but it's 
it's kind of artwork with a purpose and that's yes. design. Mm. And so I realized about a year ago that there's so many creatives out there who are so good at what they do creatively, but the whole business thing is a bit of a, um, a challenge and they don't know, you know, even the, the mindset of the starving artist, we have to get over that first before mm. we start making money from our creativity. Mm. Society has perpetuated this starving artist ethos and we have to get our mindset right that we can charge for things and not work for free and make good money from our art and it can take many forms mm. so I've done this creative um, uh, mentorship program and we've got 14 beautiful members and it's just fabulous we meet every month mentoring and I just get such a kick out of it yeah. doing the creative side and then helping with the business side yeah because we all learn so much through running our businesses and it just seems to make sense to share that with people who don't have certain yeah. pieces in place like I love all your posts about boundaries and like not working for free like you know yeah. you don't go to a builder and ask them to just knock up a shed and then at the end maybe you'll Start. buy it yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I like it. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's, and that's the thing with business. There's a lot of business coaching out there and business mentoring, and it's fantastic. And I've taken some myself over the years. But when you're a creative, there's always that missing piece of the puzzle when you do those other co courses or other mentors because they're not creatives. They don't necessarily understand the creative process, mm. whether it's an artistic creative process or a design creative process with clients you know taking them through review and revision rounds there's all those pieces missing so i was thinking i need to fill that gap mm. and be that missing puzzle piece for mm. the creative people in business yeah, well, yeah i remember at one point i posted something somewhere about oh i love art and i'd love to like weave that into my business more i'm thinking about doing graphic design and this huge thread of people going if you love your art don't become a graphic designer because you have to deal with clients and blah blah if i knew like so many women had had this experience where the thing that they love the art and the beauty and they just weren't prepared when they entered the business space for how to deal with clients and and all the whole project management aspect of things and I was quite so shocked true. by the negativity. Well, can I tell you something? That's that that digs even deeper. You can still be an artist and be a, a designer, graphic designer. It depends on how you set your business up when it comes to boundaries. Mm. There are graphic designers who will do as the client tells them to do. So you lose that sense of artistry. Yeah. But you can also be a designer like me who says, I don't work with other people's artwork. I don't work with other people's designs when I'm doing branding. Um, branding work I will only use my own artwork so those mm. are the boundaries I've put in my business yeah. so if you do want if you are a creative and you do want to become a designer you don't have to go down the same road as everyone else does mm. which is be a cookie cutter do as you're told pixel pusher graphic designer you yep. can use and that's not to denigrate that that's there's, no, there's I mean that's relevant it's cost efficient and it's oh, fast absolutely mm. absolutely but people think that's the only option for them when they're creative and they mm. want to become a graphic it's not the only option there are many ways you can use your art and be a designer or a graphic designer at the same time mm, yeah well I have a How friend who's a graphic for? designer he works for UNICEF and he's drawing all the time and then when I saw his work I was like you're just making icons buddy like you're an amazing you know he's an amazing <laughs> illustrator and I guess there is some art artistry in 
crystallizing an, a piece of information into four lines, you know, so I kind of get it. But I was, it was interesting to me, like there is a lot of scope in what a graphic designer can do. And Huge. in your creative business, you get to make the rules. You get to make the choices. Um, but a lot of people don't realize that. Mm. They think they've got to go down this kind of traditional path and you don't have to. Mm. You can, you can make it however you want it to be. And then, then you'll find your ideal clients who love your creativity. You know, there's clients that don't want to, people that don't want to work with me because they don't want what I, my, my style or what I have to offer. And that's perfectly fine. They'll go and find the, the designer that works for them. But there are other people that go, gosh, I really want to have something that's hand created and mm. hand drawn and, you know, that kind of thing. So they'll come to work with me. But mm. a lot of people don't realize that. They think, oh, now I've lost my sense of creativity because mm. I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a very interesting convo. And I guess, <laughs> you know, that's the thing, uh, that reminds me that it's a mindset issue is that it's okay if people say no. Like when you're in that like poor state, you're like, I just need money. And you kind of feel like you have to grab anybody. But then once you can be in a position mindset wise and stability wise, where you can be discerning yeah. and you know, if someone says no, it's a blessing. Like, I don't know if like, I would have wanted to go down the path yeah. with them either. Mm. It's so true. And sometimes you, like you say at the beginning, you have to take on the clients that you don't want to work with because you don't know that until you work with them. And then you go, a hundred percent of work I want to do and now yeah. you know you're more clear on what you do want to do so yeah you do sometimes have to just take work on because we all need to feed ourselves mm. um, and pay for living but mm. then as you get you, you go forward in your business you can be more discerning and go actually that's not my ideal type of client yeah. or my ideal type of project 100% bravo yeah. Well, thank you so much for making time to chat with me today. Thank I'm going to just link to, I know you're kind of everywhere, Facebook, Instagram. You, your YouTube is so fun as well. I would highly recommend people check that out. So I'll link to all of that. And is there something you're promoting right now that you want to mention? Yeah. Not promoting potential, but specifically, I've got a free brand audit. So if anyone wants me to have a look at their branding and do a free brand audit of what you're doing really well and what's maybe needs, you know, some gaps that need filling, I could do a free brand audit for people. And of course, I've got my creative mentorship program, which I'll give you the link. Awesome. To. Thank yeah. you so much, Emma. I hope Thank this you. has been helpful for people and I look forward to seeing you next time. See ya. Bye.